Welcome to another episode of the Leadership Lay Bear podcast, an audio experience designed to decode leadership and inspire action. Being a forward-thinking leader and game changer, you've tuned in to discover pragmatic tips and hints on leadership from the very best leaders. Each episode is dedicated to sharing pragmatic stories from the field and more importantly, real examples of what successful leaders are actually doing to deliver at pace. With so much to share, let's hand over to your host, Graham Wilson. Over the past 26 years, I've been really fortunate to work with some of the very best leaders in the world. And it's really fascinating actually when you work with them to actually start to look at what are the common traits, what are the things that I see in all of them that they all do. And one of the things I've noticed that really great leaders actually do is they are always in the moment. They're always present. Yeah, they have this ability to be able to switch off from all the distractions they have in their lives and things that are going on and actually be there. And I think one of the greatest gifts we can have as, as human beings, as leaders, is this ability to give people our full attention. The challenge we have, of course, is that in today's world, we're bombarded, aren't we, with lots of information, lots of stuff going on, emails pinging in, messages pinging in, and we're distracted an awful lot. And we have this uh, myth that, that multitasking is a thing that a leader should do. We should have lots of spinning plates, and we should have lots of things on the go, and, and it's really important to be able to do all these things and multitask. And, and actually, it's a myth. Yeah, it's been proven, lots and lots of research, and certainly the research I've been reading is around the fact that the brain is not wired that way. Yeah, what we actually do is we, we actually do what we call task shifting, and that's really based on this concept of the fact that we like this chemistry called dopamine, and dopamine is like a reward. So if we start doing things, we get a quick reward, and it's a bit why you know, you know, we're distracted by our phones, aren't we? we you know, we're distracted by Facebook and LinkedIn and social media, and yeah, they can have all their benefits, and it's fantastic that we can actually be in communication with people, but we need to manage it really, really effectively. I think that's one of the things I'd like to share with you today is, is in terms of the applied positive thinking concept and our 12 habits is habit number three, which is about being present and being in a moment. So what are some of the things that we can do to actually remove distractions, actually be in the moment? And all the people I know that can do this, they are a lot more productive. And I know from research that up to about 40% of wasted time is around us flitting around, trying to multitask and do things that, that we could actually do if we broke it down and actually focused on doing one thing at a time, but doing really, really well then we'd be a lot more productive and a lot more successful. There's a fantastic book written by David Allen called Getting Things Done. I don't know if you've had a chance to read it, but certainly if you've not read it, certainly go out there and have a look at it. And he uh, recommends a, a process, a, a five-stage workflow methodology. In his book, he talks about the chain is only as strong as the weakest link. And if you don't perform properly each stage, then your productivity will actually suffer. So it's important to be able to collect, process, organize the results, review frequently and do the things next. And it's a way of working that will be really effective for you. It's really about being mindful, isn't it, around you. If you're gonna have a meal, have a meal. Don't have a meal and do your phones, do your mail, sit at your desk. Really start to think about how you can actually be in the moment and be more mindful. If you're gonna have a conversation with someone, have a conversation with someone. Yeah, I see a lot of people when we're on virtual meetings now, you can see, can't you, when you, you start to look at them, you know they're reading emails and they're being distracted and they're not in the moment and you, you ask that question and, and they, you get that, that sort of silence, don't you, where they suddenly realise they've been asked a question and they go, just, uh, just repeat that for me, they didn't quite get what you meant there. Uh, and you know that they're actually trying to multitask and do things. And I think it's really important to, 
to actually make that decision to, to be in the moment. And if we're gonna have a meeting, let's have a meeting and give a full attention. Let's make sure we organize our screens, organize ourselves so that we can actually give focus. And I think that's really important. You know, if you're gonna have a meal with a family, have a meal with a family. Don't be distracted and have the TV on in the background. If you're gonna watch the TV, watch the TV. You know, there's nothing wrong with watching TV, but making sure that we get the best out of it and, and being focused. If, if we're gonna go for a, a walk in, in nature, then let's go for a walk in nature. Let's, um, let's remove the headsets, uh, let's move the phones and actually really be there in a moment and actually take in and, and just be, just be in that moment and really take that value because when we do that, you know, we're recharging our bodies and we're going to be a lot more effective and we're going to get a lot more from it, a lot more learning and a lot more success. So you know, when you're with loved ones, be with loved ones, you know, don't get distracted and we have this habit, don't we? And, and we're all probably guilty of it, but hand on the heart is that you know, we're, we're sitting down, we have our phones, we put our phones on the table and we're, we're having that conversation and you're thinking about what's going on and you know, let's remove all that sort of stuff, let's remove distractions. So one of the best things we can do to be present is to consciously remove any of the distractions we have in that moment. And I know from the great leaders I work with, it's something they're really good at doing is when they have a meeting, they have a meeting and they're really focused and in the moment. One of the things that I think is a key skill for being present, of course, is our ability to really listen effectively. And you could do the whole video around the, the ability of listening. But one of the key things that I, I find where when, when I'm listening sometimes is my, my mind will drift off to what someone said and I'll, I'll miss you know, the golden nugget. So one of the things I've learned and, and trained is to, you know, to hold state, be present, but to use a technique called rapid repeat. And, and rapid repeat is that when I'm listening to someone, what I'm actually doing inside my mind is repeating what they're, what they're actually saying. And if I can repeat it in their accent as well, it's even more focusing and more powerful. And what I then do is I then really get to, to listen properly and, and I'm attentive, I'm in that moment. Of course, one of the things that you can do as well to be present, of course, is to remove the trap of having back-to-back -back meetings. I hear over and over again, people are saying, oh, I've had just a busy day, I've been coaching all day, I've been in virtual meetings all day, it's been back-to-back. Yeah, they're trying to um, you know, massage their ego, aren't they? And, and actually you know, tell themselves how important they are. But actually, yeah, we're not being effective. You can't go from one meeting to the next meeting, the next meeting and be effective because the first 10 minutes of the next meeting, you're still in the previous meeting. So build in some time, build some time for reflection, finish one meeting, finish it, and then get yourself in the right state to be able to then start the next meeting. And it's about creating headspace one of the things I've noticed when I'm coaching people, particularly in today's world, is that the first 15, 20 minutes, even half an hour sometimes, is their minds are racing so fast that they're not in the right frame, the right setup for, for a really powerful coaching, mentoring session. So the first 20 minutes of any session, I just allow that, that unwinding and that slowing down to actually happen and allow that dialogue to happen. And then once they start to relax and get in a moment and are present, that's when we can start to do the really powerful stuff and I can ask the really challenging questions, really thoughtful questions, the trigger questions, but also perhaps do some teaching or mentoring if appropriate. So I think those sort of things are, are always in our control. You know, we can control to, to be in present. And I, I remember a while ago, um, I was flying uh, out to a client to do a workshop and you know when you have that, that moment uh, where you know, the flight's delayed and you're thinking, oh, okay, so what am I gonna do for the next hour or so? And, I always like to go and use that opportunity to go and learn something. So I, I pop into the whatever the bookshop is in, in the, the airport and I, I go and I either you know, read a book or I go and buy a book. And 
One of the books I remember reading a while ago is one of those I call it an airport book because it's quite thin. <laughs> you can read it in about 30 minutes and put it back on the shelf. Only joking, by the way. Uh, I always buy them anyway, and I always like to go back and refer to them. But uh, the, uh, this book was called The Present, and uh, I think it was by, who was it by a guy? I think Spencer Johnson, I think. It's a fantastic book, and I have to look at it. It's probably on the, on the shelf behind me right now. And uh, it had a picture of a, of a present wrapped up with a bow on it on the front. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. It's a secret of life, I think it was, or something like that. So I flicked through it and read through it. And, and I, I do quite a lot of um, scanning when I'm when reading things the first time. And I got to the end of the book and thought, oh, I didn't really get that. What was that about? And so I obviously bought it. And then on the plane, when we started to fly, I, I read it properly. And I got to the hotel and, and went through it again and, and made some notes. And it was really fascinating. Although it was a short book, it was really powerful. And... What it was teaching was this, is that actually when you're looking for the secret in life, then actually there is one present. And the present is this, is that the concept is that you know, the past has happened and there's not much we can do that apart from taking a learning from it. So it's useful to review backwards and start to learn from the things that have happened to you. So that's, that's the, the past. There's also the future. And there's a lot, not a lot you can do about that apart from you know, previewing and starting to predict what's going on because you know, the future hasn't happened yet, but you can start to take awareness of what possibly could happen and start to build that into your way of working and way of thinking. But what you can control and the thing that's in your control is the present. And, and that's what the book was all about. The present or the secret to a successful life is being in the present, being in the moment. And that was the gift that book gave me. And it's a gift that I'd like you to think about yourself and think about, is it something you can do? You know, are you always in the moment or do you get distracted? Are you one of these dopamine junkies that go out there and do this multitask switching stuff? One of the techniques and, and areas we can go and all study is mindfulness. So that's habit number three. Enjoy, practice it, something we have to all work on, certainly myself. And let's be in the moment, be in the present, and let's see what difference that makes. I'd love to hear your thoughts and ideas, and I'm looking forward to sharing habit number four tomorrow. See you then. Bye for now. A big thank you for listening to the Leadership Lay Bear podcast with me, Graham Wilson. For more information on our guest leader and to find out how we can support you, check out the links in the description and look out for our next leadership podcast. Remember, leadership is all about taking action. Make sure you connect and apply the lessons learned. Have fun and bye for now. Thank you.